All right, everybody, welcome to the Backseat Huddle Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Tristan Weber, and this is episode 48. And today I've got three topics for you, including two running backs. Today I'm going to be talking to you guys about the New England Patriots signing Ezekiel Elliott, Dalvin Cook signing with the Jets, and third, I'm going to be talking to you guys about preseason players and expectations on preseason players. Also, we talk about Aiden O'Connell. Uh, but first, I'm going to go ahead and start off with the New England Patriots signing Ezekiel Elliott. And let me tell you guys, Bill Belichick is cooking this offseason. This offense, at this moment, for the Patriots, has a potential bust at quarterback, not one, not two, but three wide receiver threes, including new addition TikTok god himself, Juju Smith-Schuster, no meaningful tight ends, Ramondre Stevenson, who's actually pretty good, and then a washed-up Ezekiel Elliott. Woo! Woo! Damn! Bill Belichick with that end-of-summer heat. Who let this man cook? Okay, guys. I, <laughs> all right, all, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, this is really a non-story. Okay, the most interesting part of the Patriots signing Ezekiel Elliott is the fact that Zeke is going back to his college number 15, which is pretty neat if you're an Ohio State fan. But aside from that, this really isn't news. I could and would absolutely love to spin this Ezekiel Elliott signing uh, into really how it shows that Bill Belichick is completely tone deaf to the modern NFL, which he definitely is. But I'm going to assume that Zeke is going to be a situational player for them, which is absolutely the role that he should be in. I would love, damn, I would love to overreact and just blast Bill Belichick for signing a running back they didn't have a need for. But bringing in a situational player on a one-year deal worth 4 to $6 million, it's just not worthy of a roast session. As much as I've come to love roasting Bill Belichick. Really, I'm just happy for Zeke. He deserves to be on a roster, but this doesn't really change anything. Wouldn't have changed anything for really any team that Zeke went to. I'm just happy that he's actually on a team. So let's go ahead and transition to a different running back. The Jets signed Dalvin Cook. Here's what changes for the Jets now that they have signed Dalvin Cook. Absolutely nothing. At this moment, he's the second best running back on the team, and I think that's fair to say. You cannot, this is a case of the Jets signing Dalvin Cook is a case, sorry, the Jets signing Dalvin Cook is a case of you cannot have your cake and eat it too. As sports fans, sports analysts, and wannabe sports analysts like myself, we all talk about the devaluation of running backs, how they don't matter to winning, how they shouldn't be making a lot of money, and how they aren't worth it, and they have no value. And then we want to freak out when someone signs a running back regardless of who it is. So why are we going to make a big deal about the Jets signing Dalvin Cook? You cannot eat your cake and have it too. We know for a fact that outside of Derrick Henry, there isn't really a running back who has significant impact on their team winning games. Why is Dalvin Cook any different from anyone not, from anyone not named Derrick Henry? He's not. He's, he's the same as everybody else not named Derrick Henry. He's a really good player, but he's not going to define the Jets' season. Whatever season the Jets have, they would have had without Dalvin Cook on the roster. Maybe they win one more game because he makes one big play. 
but he's not going to define their season. That said, this is still a good signing by the Jets. Dalvin Cook comes to town to help take some of the pressure off of Brees Hall, having to rush back from his injury. And really, it's just always smart to have inexpensive depth on your roster at any position. He's also an experienced veteran and knows what it takes to be a professional in a locker room full of young guys. So he provides that presence in the locker room, which is obviously always beneficial. But Dalvin Cook really doesn't change much for the Jets. Really, he doesn't change any more than really any other running back would. It's just because of his position, not necessarily because of him. But he is a good player, and he is a good signing for them. All right, on to my last topic, because there's just not a lot going on right now because it's preseason, and we've had six months of doing nothing. Uh, question for the viewers slash listeners. Why are we still overreacting to things in the pro? Why are we still overreacting to things in the preseason? It's 2023, and we're still doing this. It is really obnoxious that you guys are still hyping up preseason play. Preseason play doesn't mean a damn thing, and people want to act like it does. Why? Why? For every Victor Cruz and Julian Edelman who starred in the preseason and then went on to become successful players, there's a Stephen McGee and Mac Brown and a busload of other guys who did not become successful players. Now, right now, now that we have one week of preseason, people are deciding to get on the Aiden O'Connell hype train. And if you don't know who Aiden O'Connell is, it's okay, because I didn't either. He's a fourth-round rookie quarterback out of Purdue who's a former walk-on is now playing for the Raiders, and he had a really great start to his preseason career. Now, before I get into this, this segment is not meant to shit on him. It's meant to shit on you for having unrealistic expectations for players based on preseason and practice play. Let's, but that said, let's cool it on this dude and every single other dude. I'm just using this guy as an example. Like, yes, what he did was impressive. He went 15 of 18, and two of those incompletions were drops. So really, he went 17 of 18. But everyone knows that defenses literally don't do anything in the preseason. They line up in base coverages, base formations, base everything, and don't do anything in the preseason. As such, Aiden O'Connell did do more than he was expected to. But people are already calling this guy a steal after 18 preseason pass attempts, beating down on the second and third team 49ers defenses who weren't doing anything of note. And he had a thousand minutes in the pocket each throw. <sighs> there are people who are already calling him the steal of the draft, which is absolutely fucking unreasonable right now. Right now, it would be optimistic to say that Aiden O'Connell is a backup level quarterback in the NFL. It's probable that based on the extremely small sample size that we have, it looks like he can play. But it's probable that he's got realistic backup quarterback potential, which is a compliment to him because he's a fourth-round quarterback. I'm not saying Aiden O'Connell can't play. What I am saying is this shit is fucking hard. Playing quarterback in the NFL is extremely fucking hard. 
If this dude, Aiden O'Connell, ends up becoming a backup quarterback, that is considered a successful career for him. And that does not make him a steal in the fourth round. What it does is make him a very good draft pick. Holy shit. Congratulations, Aiden O'Connell. That is an achievement in and of itself if he becomes a backup quarterback. That is the type of expectation that we should have for these guys to make the roster. That's it. Aiden O'Connell and anybody else. The expectation and hope should be for them just to make the roster. And none of this, sorry, none of this is to assume that I'm rooting against Aiden O'Connell because I'm not. I, I hope he becomes amazing because everyone loves this type of feel-good story. Me too. I like it. I want him to do well. But what I am saying is just fucking cool it a little bit on this dude. People are calling Aiden O'Connell the next Brock Purdy, which is wildly unfair to Aiden O'Connell. Ask yourself, what does Brock Purdy have that Aiden O'Connell doesn't? It's not potentially anything physical or mental. Brock Purdy has the San Francisco 49ers and the quarterback whisperer himself, Kyle Shanahan. Aiden O'Connell has the Raiders, which in and of itself raises the difficulty of his career. And they have a head coach who's already been fired once. They have no stability and they've been a freaking dumpster fire trash bag of an organization for the past 20 years. The kid has an uphill battle just based on where he was drafted. Can we please stop blowing preseason performances out of proportion? You guys look stupid. It's the fucking preseason. These guys are just fighting for jobs at this point. Most of them aren't even competing for starting jobs. They're just trying to make it to the NFL. Let's root for all of these guys to just do that. Let's start rooting for these guys to make the roster before we start crowning people as steals and stars and the MVP and, and the rookie of the year candidate. Let's just chill out, okay? Let's just root for these guys to make the roster. That's the expectation we should have for all of these guys that we are watching in the preseason. That's it. All right, guys, that is my show. That's all I got for you guys today. Thanks for listening to me complain about preseason because there's literally nothing else to talk about right now. Feel free to like and subscribe. Take care, everybody.